0: Alright, welcome to the second episode of Bronx Bomber's Beat. I am Nate Shelton. Excited to talk to you about everything going on in Yankees baseball this week. Of course, you probably knew the Subway Series was going on this last weekend. The always highly anticipated matchup between the Mets and the Yankees. Even more so this year as Jacob deGrom and Noah Snydergaard gave Mets fans a little bit of hope that they could win and get breaking rights this year. Unfortunately, Noah Snydergaard was scratched from his matchup against Luis Severino with forearm soren- soreness, and hopefully we'll get to see that matchup in the second series coming up later on in the year. The Yankees did win the series, taking games from the Mets 4-1 to one and 4-3. to three. The highlights being rookies Glaber Torres and... Miguel pushed, made a bigger push for Rookie of the Year awards with home runs in the second game. The Yankees this week also had two of their four games against the Baltimore Orioles rained out. That makes six total rainouts on the year. Those are rescheduled as part of doubleheaders later on in the year. One of the games did run into a bit of controversy as... ESPN was hoping to schedule the Yankees-Blue Jays matchup the night before for Sunday Night Baseball. That would have made an 8 o'clock start time for the Yankees and then have to fly out after that from Toronto and get into Baltimore to play a game at 10 in the morning. They were not thrilled about that and protested, threatened to boycott ESPN from the team if they were not able to... Schedule somebody else. ESPN did rel- relent, and the game will be played as originally scheduled at ten in the morning that Sunday. Yankees also had to do make up a game with the Detroit Tigers that was snowed out earlier in the year. They played a doubleheader this last Monday. The Yankees took; they split those two games with the Tigers, winning seven to two and losing four to two. They also played a two-game short two-game series with, with the Toronto Blue Jays. The highlight being Miguel Andahar, the rookie third baseman, his first career grand slam in the 72 victory of the first game. The second game, Aaron Judge hit a go-ahead solo home run in the 13th inning of a 0-0 game. They eventually went on to win 3-0 in that game. And, of course, we talked about the Mets and Yankees series. Um, Yankees just clubbed their way to wins with home runs in that game. Some injury notes that did pop up this week. Jordan Montgomery, who has been out for most of the year with a elbow strain in his ligament, has had his Tommy John surgery successfully done this last week. So he is done for the year. That means Domingo Herman, who has been filling in his absence, will continue doing that and that now ramps up the search for a another arm in the pitching rotation. The trade market will open up a little bit more the Yankees in need of another arm also making that even more of an a case. Masahiro Tanaka strained both of his hamstrings in a game against the Mets running home on a, play, a sacrifice fly shows you how the game is different for pitchers in the American League not used to running bases and just in general not used to the extra physical output that goes into hitting Yankee fans had a brief, a brief scare as saw flashbacks of, I don't know if you remember, Ching Ming Wong. In an interleague game against the Astros several years ago, broke his ankle sliding into home, but luckily this was a lot less severe. Brian Cashman said that it looks like Tanaka can miss up to a month, but he also noted at the same time that he is giving a lengthy timetable of return rather than short, so in case there is any setbacks, there won't be any surprises in that. So that brings even more urgency to getting a veteran arm for the Yankees in their rotation, which was already being talked about, as since the rotation was kind of suspect with not much consistency, Sonny Gray did offer a little bit of hope this week as he pitched eight innings of one run game. His best start yet as a Yankee, he has been much blind. In his career with the Yankees a lot so far, the year season is that he has been here. So, if he can put together some good quality starts, that will definitely help the rotation. With CC's age being a factor and his health always in question when he goes out. He has been pitching well, but you never know what you're going to get from CC at this point in his career. A lot of Rumors out there that the Yankees will pursue Cole Hamels or an arm of his nature. He's a veteran pitcher who's been around a long time, been in the postseason, knows how to pitch in the postseason. So that would be a welcome addition to the team. Not a lot out there in the way of trades right now. So many teams, of course, in contention with that extra wild card spot. They don't want to trade off any assets unless they know they're completely out of it, like the Baltimore Orioles or teams of that nature. Speaking of the AL East, we're going to take a look at the standings and some notes around the division. The Yankees, of course, with their play this week, play themselves into first place with a league-best record of 42-18. and That puts them a half game ahead of the Red Sox now in first place. Red Sox are 44-21. Some notes for the Red Sox. Mookie Betts was placed on the 10-day DL with an abdominal strain. No news on when he could return. Also, Drew Pomeranz was placed on the 10-day DL with shoulder soreness. He was looking like he'll miss a start or two. So nothing really alarming for the Red Sox there. Um, in Mookie Betts' absence, J.D. Martinez has stepped up, hit his 21st home run on Saturday. That's a major league leading 21st home run. Those two are in a neck-and-neck neck race, it looks like, for the American League MVP award. Mookie Betts, of course, right now has got 17 home runs, is batting 364, and... Leading the league in RBIs, so he's well on his way to that. Tampa Bay comes in at third place this year, this week. I'm sorry, 29 and 34. Uh, they called up hot prospect second baseman Jack Bowers. I'm sorry, hit his major league his first major league RBI, so promising start for his career there. Toronto coming in 29 and 35 in fourth place. They swept a three-game series from the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, some notes for the Blue Jays: top pros, Major League Baseball prospect Vladimir Guerrero Jr. went on the DL. Does not look like it's going to be a long stint, but he will miss um, consider- a significant amount of time. But he should be back with no no uh, worries there on his future. Baltimore, of course in 5th place with the league worst 19-44 and 44 record the uh, Mets were excited to see the Orioles this week as they won a series against them the Mets of course are struggling to score having scored only 9 runs in 7 games it was a welcome relief to see the Orioles come into town and win some games there uh, of course with the way the Orioles season is going They will definitely be sellers come the trade deadline. Look for Machado to be moved. Of course, he's a pending free agent, so they want to get something in return for him. They also will probably move Zach Britton and Darren O'Day, some bullpen arms that are highly sought after right now. So they will definitely be sellers at the trade market. Come The trade deadline come July. That's going to about wrap it up for this edition of Bronx Bombers Beat. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to follow me on Twitter if you want. Would like to do that? It's at BBB Podcast underscore TS. That's at capital BBB, capital P Podcast underscore capital TS. So I will talk to you all next week. Have a great week.